We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock, and everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. Okay, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. And that Bible verse I know I've used before in an intro to the podcast, but here's the cool thing about reading scripture, is that you can read the same Bible verse throughout your entire life or even daily, and then one day your life changes just a little bit or you have a new experience, and that same old Bible verse hits you in a whole new way. And that's exactly what happened with this Bible verse, and that's why I'm reusing it again for the intro. So I got a text from a friend of mine, and I have permission to tell the story. She, she said I could use her text as, a, as an episode um, on the podcast. But she sent me a text just really expressing frustration with, how do you do the extra extra? You know, like it was Christmas time, and there's a big tree in your house, and you've got to put the decorations away. And I think a lot of us have, you know, we're just barely keeping up with the house as is. And then you bring in this massive tree that needs to be decorated by hand and the whole house needs to be decorated sometimes. And it's just like this big, huge task that we all kind of agree that we're going to do. And it's overwhelming. And so I said to her, I said, do you mind if I use this as a podcast episode? Because I'm feeling this way. And if you're feeling this way, I bet there's a lot of women out there that are also feeling that way. And she's like, I just want to know, like, how do you do all these little extra things without spending your whole weekend doing chores and cleaning and all that stuff? So I said, okay, this is a great podcast episode. And then what led me to this Bible verse was because you know that that analogy of you have a jar and You have to fill the jar with the big rocks first, right? The big rocks are your important things. And if you don't put the big rocks in first, you're never going to have room for them if you don't put them in first, right? You're going to fill it with the pebbles or the sand. We've all heard that a hundred times. I am so overhearing that analogy, but it's true. We have to put the big rocks in first. So I thought, I'll plant that little seed of a story in your mind. But I'm going to show you a different way to look at that jar of rocks today, because what I want you to learn from this episode is 
I want you to look at the tasks that are more like the pebbles of your day. Like these are like the little fires that you're constantly putting out. I want to show you a few examples today of how we can move our, our little pebbles of our life more towards a bigger, solid rock that's going to help us build a foundation of a home that runs itself. And then you're going to have time for the extra, extra without spending your weekends doing chores. Okay, so here's some examples I wanted to give you to kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about. Okay, so every, I'm gonna give you a few examples, but you can you can replace these examples with things that are going on in your own house and your own life. Um, but the idea is how um, can you spend your time and energy on things that will reap recurring rewards over time, okay? It's kind of like compound interest for all the things in your home. Like, what can you do today or how can you change what you're doing today so that it eventually is either one, removed from your plate altogether, or it becomes automatic, okay? So we're, we're looking to turn these little bitty pebbles into permanent solutions, okay? And build our house on a solid foundation. All right. The first big rock of my day every day is my faith. And I think when you spend your day, you start your day with God, me specifically, I pray my rosary, I get up before my kids, this reaps benefits the whole day through. One, I am very calm. Um, I can see things that maybe stressed me out the night before in a new light, especially when no one is awake yet. It's still dark outside. I can think clearly. And after a rosary, you know, you'll be amazed when you start practicing the rosary every day, the downloads you're going to get from the Holy Spirit that are just going to make you see your life a little bit differently. Okay. So it's going to improve my parenting. It's going to improve how I run my home because I'm up before my kids and I'm not a frazzled, reactive ball of stress when we're all getting up at the same time and you know how the day goes from there, right? Okay, so put that big rock in first and it's going to reap rewards the whole rest of your day. Okay, Um, let's talk about meals, making dinner. So every day, making dinner, making lunches, making breakfast, that's like a little pebble. It's like this annoying little pebble that every single day we are putting in our jar, right? How can we move that little pebble into something that's going to permanently ease our burden? One of the things you can do is, again, be proactive about your meals. So get a meal plan, shop in bulk, like make sure you've got all the ingredients in your house. Like never go to the grocery store without a list and a plan, okay? (laughs) So make sure you've got a plan. If you want to prep your meals, that's one thing you can do. If you want to even go all in and batch cook and then do freezer meals. You can do that. But the other thing I encourage all of you to do is to teach your kids or your spouse how to help lighten that load. Why are you making lunches for kids? That is something you can totally remove from your plate. Once your kids are old enough, they can pour themselves a bowl of cereal. They can pop a bagel in the toaster. They can even fry an egg. My second grader fries eggs. She makes scrambled eggs. She can do all those things. She's been packing her own lunch since kindergarten, maybe even before kindergarten. And she tells me she's the only one in her class 
that packs their own lunch and, whoa, woe is me, woe is me. But you know what? While my kids are like making breakfast and lunch, I'm, you know, having a nice cup of coffee or I'm unloading the dishwasher. I'm getting other stuff done. Um, now we have prepped um, ahead of time. Like some of the kids are now making their lunches at nighttime or all have like a breakfast of the day. So if it's omelets, then maybe I'll make the omelets for everybody. Maybe I'll make a smoothie and everyone has a bit of the smoothie and then they make themselves an egg or they have a bagel or something like that. But it's very simple and streamlined. And then, like I said, the kids are making their own lunches. And if I'm, if I'm free, I'll say to the kids, does anyone need me to chop anything? And they'll say, can you cut me an apple or can you cut me up a pepper? Or can you cut me a cucumber? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. No problem. And out the door they go. Okay. Cause you remember you got to think long-term, the big solid foundation of not just your house, but the, the homes and lives of your children. Like you are teaching them a life skill that every day for the rest of their lives, they are going to have to figure out how to feed themselves. So if you're just saying, hey, go out there in the world and figure it out, they're going to end up, you know, going out to eat, going through drive throughs going to convenience stores, because they're not going to have the tools of how to cook good, healthy things at home. And to take it even one step further, it's a long-term effect on your health and the health of your family. So if you can plan good, healthy meals, you're going to reap benefits for decades in good health, okay, and, and increased energy and all that stuff that you guys know about. Okay, let's move on to money. Money and paying bills and stressing about money is like a little pebble. It's like ding, 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 ding. Every single day, this little pebble is, is bothering you and you're tracking your spending and all this kind of stuff. All right, how can we move that pebble that's annoying and taking up time and the, the stack of mail is piling up? How can we move that into a bigger rock of a solid foundation that kind of runs itself. The very first thing, I will say this until the cows come home, you got to get a budget. You got to figure out where your money is going and you have to make sure those fixed expenses, those fixed costs are no more than 60%. When they're above 60%, that's when you're in reaction mode. That's when the bill comes that you, you're like, oh my gosh, Where's the money for this? Move some money. We need money. Bah, 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 bah. Take it from the kid's piggy bank. Let's do this. What are we going to do? You're living in financial reaction. Okay. Whereas if those fixed expenses are at 60%, then that gives you the wiggle room to save for retirement, to save for college, to save for short-term emergencies or vacations or the next car that you're going to need. Okay. And then the next step is to make it automatic. Okay. Put as many bills as you possibly can on auto pay. Make your contributions to college savings and retirement savings and shorter term savings automatic. You don't even see it. Bills come in, they get paid. You don't even have to see any of it, okay? Or at least reduce it. If you pay off debt, guess what? That's less bills you have to pay. So the less you have to do, the more time you're gonna free up. And the more automatic it is, the less you have to mess with it. You just kind of get in a rhythm of this is kind of our spending habits. And maybe when there's a vacation that comes, maybe you pause and you you pay a little bit more attention if you're eating out at restaurants while you're on vacation or things like that. But when your money has a good flow of in and out, in and out, and savings are getting replenished if they're if they're being used, there's not a lot that causes the whole house to shake and collapse. 
it might be like, like even if you're, you're fully funding everything, you're still going to have a dishwasher that goes out. You're still going to have a tire that goes out. You're still going to have things that pop up, but they're not going to be these catastrophic things anymore. Next thing is cleaning your house. Okay, so we all have this pebble of cleaning up, picking up every day. So that's just life. No matter how organized or beautiful your home, no matter how wealthy you are, you still have to clean up your house, right? Even if you have a full-time maid, you still have to like pick up after yourself a little bit. So you're never going to totally get rid of this rock, but how can we move this annoying little pebble into something, again, that's a little bit more permanent and long-term will ease the burden off of you? So if you're spending your time cleaning before you can clean, you need to declutter. So what I mean by this is if you're spending more than five minutes tidying up, then you have too much stuff. So instead of just tidying it up for the 15th time, declutter it. And you've just removed that from your plate. You no longer have to pick up that thing that you've just decluttered. And you just keep going with that. So it's a really good investment of your time is to declutter because that is permanently gone from your responsibility. Okay, and the more you can declutter, the easier it is to clean your house, all right? And what's even easier is to hire someone to clean it for you. But here's the thing, everyone always says, but then I have to clean for the cleaning lady. It's true, you have to tidy up for the cleaning lady most times, unless you live by yourself and you're perfectly neat and orderly, but then you're probably not listening to this podcast. (laughs) But you're always gonna have to tidy up a little bit but it really shouldn't be more than just a few minutes, like five minutes max to clean up for the cleaning lady, okay? And then that task is removed from your plate altogether. Or you could teach your kids how to clean, okay? And as they get older, they learn to make their bed, they learn to take their sheets off, they learn to fold their laundry, they learn to put things away, they learn to clear their place when they get up from the table, they learn to unload the dishwasher, they learn to wash dishes, all these things They take a little bit of time to teach our children, but they're going to reap long-term rewards for you for the rest of your life. And again, just like money and food, you're teaching your kids that they're always going to have to have their home clean and tidy. Like this is just something we have to do. You can't live in complete filth. And so, and if you teach your kids that it's an easy task, Um, And you get that into their mindset that it's fun. It's a blessing. We get to pick up our things. We have all these great things we get to pick up. We get to clean a bathroom that has running water. Like, I mean, it's really, when you think about how we live, it is an absolute miracle. So, you know, don't say to the kids like, oh, it's time to clean and make it this big, huge thing. Like, no, like show them that it's easy. Like when you have less things, less toys, it's a lot easier to clean and all that stuff, okay? Um, So that's how you move the cleaning to a bigger rock of foundation, okay? The last thing I wanna talk about is your calendar or your time. So if you're constantly volunteering or there's obligations or sports that you don't enjoy, declutter your calendar or carpool. Figure out how you can lessen the load of whatever this thing is that's on your calendar. You know, could it be that you you stay on the local soccer team versus the travel team? Is it that maybe you still want to be involved with the kids' school, but you don't want to be the mom in charge of everything? Maybe you say, 
I can volunteer for field trips, um, but that's really it. Or you say, I can do things at night, like stuffing envelopes or doing something that the school needs, but I'm not going to be there every Tuesday for lunch duty anymore, okay? Again, you're teaching your kids that your time is valuable, but you don't need to run yourself ragged to do all the things, okay? So if it's not bringing you joy, then why don't you see if you can declutter it? And then again, it frees you up long-term to have more time to do what you really want to do. So when you focus on building a foundation of things that contribute to your long-term success, you won't feel like every little storm shakes the whole house, okay? Um, When you do these things, then you're going to have more breathing space in your home, your wallet, and in your mind to really do the things, like my friend was saying, the extra, extra. You're going to take joy in decorating for Christmas because it's not this massive burden of we have to clean for 16 hours before we can even have a place in the Chris, the, the living room for the Christmas tree. Or we've got to dig through the attic or the basement to get the decorations out, okay? Like anything you can do today that will contribute to the long-term foundation of a home that runs itself, you will never regret. I hope that answers your question to my dear friend that sent me that text. Um, I hope you guys got something out of it. You know, this is how you do um, a hobby and this is how you read a book. This is how you put flowers in the vase and get to spend time outside with your kids. You know, if you find yourself constantly telling your kids you don't have time to play, you don't have time for this, you got to reevaluate. What can you get rid of that will permanently free you up to be more present in um, the life that God's calling you to do? All right, guys, have a great day. I'll see you Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care.